Hi, this is Ryan from Inside Out Hyperbarics, and today I'm on the radio to say thank you to all of our clients who have allowed us to be part of their healing journeys. From helping those suffering from traumatic brain injury and chronic pain disorders, to those with symptoms of autoimmune or the lingering effects of COVID-19 long haulers. It's been an honor you put faith in us to help you through some of your toughest times. So to give back, we will be running monthly specials to celebrate our upcoming six-year anniversary. To find these specials, check us out on the web at InsideOutHyperbarics.com. Inside Out Hyperbarics, bringing out the best in you. Hey everybody, Kate here. You know I had Dr. Zelenko on the show a couple of times. He's the one that gave ivermectin to President Trump. Make sure that you go to his website and it's right at the bottom of my homepage. So please find the Zelenko Z stack. He's got two products now. One is the uh, t- the product we're always talking about with four major ingredients that you need right now to build your immune system. The other one is a detox that's brand new and I would take advantage of getting that as well. We all need to detox. Um, uh, Dr. Zelenko's website is fantastic. They'll kick the products out quick. Take advantage of this right now while supply chains are still in motion and uh, get as much of that as you possibly can. He's a fantastic doctor that just calls it like it is. That's what I love about him. So go to that on the bottom of my homepage. Look for the wonderful. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I will say this to you. I'm 93. And I experienced a major uplift in my energy, major. I mean, anybody my age knows what I'm talking about. You get dull. You just, you do not have the energy. But you take, but I was taking six. I just love the stuff. I put it in sour cream. I love it. I take it in a drink. But I I will take a lot. But if you take three, you will get a boost in energy. There's nothing like it. It works. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature right now. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com for more information or to place your order. Shipping is always free. And don't forget to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer by using discount code Kate. Sponsors and find Dr. Zelenko Z-Stack. Thanks, guys. I wish we had a TV expert to tell us what to do today. I hate relying on common sense. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Hey, tap into good health. I never head out without my New York City tap water. Hot outside. I urge every New Yorker to drink up tap water. Is the Concerns tonight, polio may be spreading in New York after a single case was confirmed in Rockland County last month. CBS 2's Trinity Chavez reports the virus has now been found in wastewater samples in both Rockland and Orange counties. New York state health officials have issued an urgent call for unvaccinated children and adults to get inoculated against polio as soon as possible. They found the virus in seven different wastewater samples in two counties north of New York City. Last hour at Kate Daly Show, and uh, we're live today, so welcome back. Took a few days off, it was really nice, and uh, traveled a little bit, and we're back. So, I just wanted to mention, that was the uh, mayor in New York saying, drink up, drink up the water, and uh, then of course, uh, they find stuff in the water, and they don't tell you to stop drinking the water, they just tell you to go get vaccinated again. 
Oh boy, uh, we have such a, a problem in America with uh, with disinformation and information. It's just it's it's horrifying, truly. But I am so grateful to be here with Uncle Milty. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. And uh, we have a great guest, Jonathan E. Mort, and we're really happy to say hello to you and invite you on the show, Jonathan. You've been on the show before, but it's been a while. I think. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Uh, you're one of the nation's leading free speech attorneys. Boy, do we need you more than ever. Uh, he has defeated the Food and Drug Administration remarkable eight times in federal court. Boy, that's a feat. Uh, more times than any other attorney in American history. And so my, my biggest hat tip to you. Uh, even earning the title FDA Dragon Slayer, he is the two, 2007 recipient of the Cancer Control Society's uh, Humanitarian Award for winning and preserving our great civil rights to life, liberty, and to health freedoms and currently consulted by industry, Congress, media on uh, regulatory issues that affect health freedom. Glad to have you. Uh, the book, The Authoritarians, Their Assault on Individual Liberty, the Constitution, and Free Enterprise. Um, my gosh, I'm so happy to have you here. And so let's talk about public health. That was a really interesting commercial coming out of New York. And then, of course, a few days ago going, oh, yeah, that water we told you to drink. Hmm. It was a really weird story. So I had to play it coming in as the intro. But tell us a little bit about uh, about the title of your latest town hall. There is no such thing as public health. Right. So uh, since the beginning of the progressive era, after the Civil War, mm-hmm. Increasingly, um, government has has tried to insinuate itself into the control of the dispensation of health care in America. And uh, part of that movement was to create this conception of public health, and that is that there is across all populations certain disease conditions that may be treatable with a one-size-fits-all approach. So vaccination is the classic example, Mm -hmm. that notion is fundamentally flawed. It's a collectivist concept that really is uh, alien to both uh, science and medicine because each of us is individually diagnosable and treatable uniquely. And when you instead have an attempt at a one because Mm -hmm. some people will need a different kind of treatment in order to adequately uh, alleviate them from the disease. Um, right. So, uh, what it has done is it has empowered a bureaucracy to substitute for our own uh, freedom of choice mm-hmm. in the area of care uh, government mandates, such as we see now with the vaccine and mask mandates. Right. And that's ruinous, as it always is, uh, because. We're not allowing that individual doctor-patient relationship to determine what happens. And and most importantly, we're denying people their freedom of choice over the most fundamental thing that they possess, which is their own bodies. Yeah. Yep. Uh, amen to that. So when this started back in, uh, was it 1915, their founding articles of public health, um, they how did they... Uh, from your research, how, how did they get people to buy in to this? Because it seemed like a very socialized idea from the get-go, socialized medicine. I mean, other countries would do this. Why would, th- why would this free country do this? Well, it really, they really never did get public, uh, uh, mm-hmm. the public to accept public health. It's always been imposed from the top down. Right. This is part of the growth of the administrative state. 
the over 250 federal agencies that control virtually every aspect of American life and industry, and they operate outside of the Constitution, and they don't uh, operate under any of the constitutional constraints on government power. So as a result, they rule uh, rather profoundly and bitterly. I mean, I, I've sued the FDA over and over again mm-hmm. on behalf of individuals and scientists and companies that have had their rights violated. So just a classic example would be the uh, Pearson case where we defeated FDA's attempt to censor the folic acid claim. Folic acid is a B vitamin that is mm-hmm. essential for women of childbearing age to take before they become pregnant and in 800 microgram microgram daily doses it reduces the risk of a neural tube defect birth by 80 Mm percent but for decades fda suppressed that in order to protect the drug industry from any form of competition arising from public awareness that elements and food could actually treat disease and the effect of that was to cause 2500 preventable neural tube defect births a year and countless neural tube defect uh, related abortions. So we defeated them on that on First Amendment grounds and they were forced to allow the information into the market and the effect was a dramatic reduction in neural tube defect births and neural tube defect birth related abortions. So uh, that's just one tiny example of of what is in fact a uh, very large censorship and control regime that's operated by HHS and FDA. Right. And you say you're talking about also the dis- the destruction of the doctor-patient relationships because it seems to me when when public health came about and they were really trying to um, to press this on the American people as a need, they did it with hookworm, which basically they didn't need to be the entity to take care of hookworm, but they kind of decided that would be the thing. But now that we have, now that they're in, um, that, that that absolutely destroys the doctor-patient relationship. Because didn't they set out to kind of destroy the country doctor? It was more about coming from top down to try to get guidelines and all of these things in place to kind of be over the doctors. And that was the goal, right? Initially, they wanted to get there. It just took a long time to get there. And now they yes. are. They're trying to bureaucratize medicine, mm-hmm. so larger institutions, hospitals, and very large group practices are preferred because they're more readily uh, regulatable. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. in the case of doctors, it's really horrendous. A physician has to worry more about what uh, the uh, Medicare provider and uh, the state medical board will will think of a prescription than than what is in the best interest of the patient. So if there's any unique or different treatment or method mm-hmm. of care that is to be offered by a doctor, the doctor is immediately aware that doing that, even though it may be in the best interest of a patient, uh, will open that doctor up to audits by Medicare providers or audits by the state medical board or complaints by fellow physicians to the board or potential patient complaints if the treatments don't work out. And so doctors are, uh, they, they, they've lost their uh, creativity by and large as a result of government forcing them into this uniform approach to delivery of medical care in America. And it has been disastrous. It has really cost many people mm-hmm. their lives. Sure. Uh, a lot of people are given uh, treatments that 
uh, doctors know from the get-go are not in their best interest, not least of which is to give, for example, a COVID vaccine to a kid. Right. That's a really bad idea, and yet that's the uh, government requirement uh, and pushed by the federal government and also by several states. Hmm. I realized there was a problem when I went to the doctor for athlete's foot, and, and the doctor <laughs> recommended amputation. <laughs> <laughs> so true, though. I mean, how do we eradicate or minimize this public health department that has assumed all this authority, like emergency measures, we're locking businesses down and being over doctors and being over and, and claiming all this authority they never, ever, ever had in the first place. So how do we how do we minimize it? Well, we have to do two things. We first have to reintroduce a free market into the healthcare industry, and mm-hmm. we have to protect patients' rights by recognizing patients as having a cause of action against the government and against uh, providers when they uh, engage in these practices where they deny a patient the best possible treatment. This is a hard thing to prove, but we ought to be in the business of breaking down government barriers to the provision of health care. Really, we ought to be in the business of breaking down licensing barriers as well, because in, a, in an open market where patients get to decide, mm-hmm. uh, we're far better off, and where doctors get to innovate, we're far better off. Just consider this uh, pandemic. If at the start of the pandemic, instead of a one-size-fits-all vaccination approach, Uh, the American medical community had been able to follow the science, as they say, Mm -hmm. Uh, they would have ended up with uh, early treatment as the primary means of dealing with this, with uh, ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and other early treatments would have been preferred because, as it turns out, the vaccine has been really a terrible disaster mm-hmm. because now people are being urged by the government to get boosters that will last even at best uh, no more than 30 days. And even in that instance, causing health problems. Horribles. Yeah, all the, all the health problems associated with spike proteins that they're having to endure. So true. It is so true. And, you know, from day one, they were talking vaccine. It was really interesting Mm -hmm. to me that it was such a mystery, although they knew what the answer was and it had to be a vaccine. And that's what public health was pushing. So, yeah, yeah, just a example of the abuses that happen when public health takes charge. Uh, And look at all of the, you know, they Mm -hmm. censored so much discussion, both by patients, by the public, by by uh, the in the medical community about alternatives right they wouldn't allow a single word you know the collusion between government and big tech kept all of that information out of the public domain mm-hmm. and that cost people's lives the fact that they didn't emphasize treatment there are many people who died because they didn't receive early treatment right of things and like that ivermectin includes- not remdesivir <laughs> so- <laughs> That's right. exactly right. And yeah. that includes many people who are even vaccinated, of course, because yeah. we know they lied to us when they said, if you get the vaccine, you don't have to worry about anything. We'll, well, this we'll be, out. We'll be right have. back a little bit more with uh, a few minutes more with uh, Jonathan Emord. When we come back, don't go anywhere. Kate Daly Show. Why shop anywhere else? Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Valley Show.
had that slow ride for you. It's a way back machine. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. Make sure you get over to preparewithkate.com and order up some food supply. Uh, passing this uh, uh, Dissident Reduction Act uh, and uh, Cal Reduction Act will only result in their ask for emissions uh, being lowered again, right? Never really does anything, but okay, they want to ask for it to be lowered again, will result in food shortages. That's what the farmers are saying as well. So make sure you're ordering up some food supply at preparewithkate.com, please. And uh, and our guest, Jonathan uh, Emord, is with us. He's a wonderful, uh, one of the best lawyers to go after the FDA. Nobody has had more wins than he has against the FDA. And talking about public health, there is why do we even have a public health in America? This is so interesting how it came about, how it came about, and how they're utilizing it now with complete authority they don't even have to to shut businesses down, to tell us what we need to take, and of course the FDA. Tell us a little bit more about the FDA and uh, and the, the the patsy that it is, please, Jonathan. Well, the FDA is largely beholden to the drug industry for its positions on everything. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a it's a revolving door environment. Uh, the commissioners of the FDA know that their future will be either defined by the drug industry after they get out in a favorable way, or the leaders of the drug industry will. Uh, think poorly of them so and it's 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 not a surprise that they always act in favor of the interests of the drug industry because Congress itself is largely a patsy for the drug industry and those who are approved to be commissioners of the FDA run the gauntlet on Capitol Hill and prove their bona fides in defense of these special interests so they end up with uh, what uh, former I guess he's still in in some capacity uh, with the Office of Drug Safety. David Graham Mm -hmm. uh, was formerly the Associate Director of the Office of of, uh, Drug Safety at FDA, uh, became a whistleblower and testified before Chuck Grassley's Finance Committee uh, when the Republicans held the Senate. Mm -hmm. And um, he explained in detail that Vioxx was uh, no mistake that all these deaths and horrible heart injuries associated with Vioxx uh, were condoned by the agency uh, in order to protect the interests of Merck. And mm. he, uh, he said uh, that there are a whole slew of drugs that have been approved under his watch by the commissioner that the review staff thought, was too, thought were too unsafe to be in the market. They were approved anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had brought about all sorts of consequences, harms to the public. And uh, he said that the uh, public is virtually defenseless against unsafe drugs because the FDA is a patsy to the drug industry. And it's very clear to those of us who practice before the FDA mm-hmm. and have uh, monitored that agency's behavior in this area for a long time that it is clearly um, a, a agent of or basically a, a patsy for the largest drug companies in the world. Oh, 100%. Uncle Milty? You know, I, I want to ask, do you think that the recent Supreme Court opinion against the EPA in West Virginia versus the EPA will have also an effect on reigning in the FDA? Yes. Uh, the major questions doctrine, which was uh, uh, the center, centerpiece of that decision, um, enables the federal judiciary to act independent of 
the Administrative Procedure Act where they had to defer to agency judgment when uh, a agency acts on its own to create a new regulation that is has a substantial impact on the economy or on the population at large. And what the court said was that in, in an instance where a regulation would have such an impact, it has to be the case that Congress specifically authorized that action or uh, else the agency cannot act and must defer to Congress in the first instance. So this brings about somewhat of a change back to the balance of power in which uh, under Article One, Section One, Congress is supposed to be the exclusive body to make the law. Mm-hmm. But time, it has been the case that the administrative agencies have made law. In fact, three quarters of all the laws made in the United States are not the product of those we elect, but rather the product of the unelected heads of the agencies. We are drowning in regulation in America, and those regulations uh, are laws. And under the Constitution, they are supposed to only come from Congress. Mm-hmm. So many years ago, I wrote a bill for Ron Paul called the Congressional Responsibility and Accountability Act that would prevent any regulation from uh, having the force of law unless uh, it was first passed by Congress. So the, all regulations would be proposed until Congress acted on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that would restore the balance of power and uh uh, honor Article One, Section One of the Constitution, but on this major question, doctrine, yes, it will have a big impact. Right. Yes, we'll be using it to fight the FDA. We'll be using it to fight other agencies of the government too. So, I, and I love Ron Paul. He's been a guest on our show five or six times now. I love him. And also, I just wanted to ask this question. So, FDA starts in 1906. Public health comes along. Have they always been in lockstep? Has there ever been something that they've actually completely went different ways on? Or do they use each other to bolster each other's power? They 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 cover up for each other. They uh-huh. protect one another. The CDC, for example, the FDA, the uh, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the FDA, and also um, HHS, uh, the, the parent of FDA, uh, and all of the sub-agencies, Tend to protect one each another's in each other's interests, mm-hmm. um, but they do deviate from each other's party line. For example, in that case I mentioned earlier, the folic acid case, at the very time CDC was telling physicians across the country uh, that uh, uh, obstetricians ought to be recommending to women of childbearing age that they take folic acid, FDA was censoring that same information in the marketplace. Uh, and uh, the argument they made in court was that uh, people, if they hear that folic acid will reduce neural tube defects, will consume mass quantities of it irresponsibly, and that uh, there would be no end to the parade of horribles that would follow. Hmm. Uh, the, the court rejected that in a 3-0 decision mm-hmm. and uh, held that the First Amendment requires the government to release truthful information to the public and that they may not, may not stand in the way of that. Uh, and in, in, in said, if you have something that calls into question the level, degree, quality, or quantity of science, it ought to be a, a claim qualification, not a total censorship or absolute ban on the scientific speech. So FDA has never honored that decision in practice. It continues to this day to censor a vast amount of information that is indispensable to public health. The people gather indirectly, not from the market, although 
study after study shows that people make purchasing decisions primarily uh, based upon the information at the point of sale. So by doing this, the FDA again protects the drug industry. It protect, it's, it's statutorily designed to protect the drug industry actually mm -hmm. because the definition of a drug is based on claims. Right. Uh, and, and so as a result, you know, if you claim that something cures, prevents, or treats a disease, it is by statutory definition a drug. But of course, all manner of foods can affect the treatment or uh, ameliorate disease in one way or another. Just a simple example, prune juice. We mm -hmm. all know prune juice can sure. treat constipation. Right. If you put in a prune juice bottle, this, this may be helpful in treating chronic constipation. The prune juice becomes an illegal drug. It becomes a con contraband. It can be seized. People who make it can be prosecuted. They can be thrown in jail for life sentences. Um, this is serious stuff. And yet... It's all designed to protect the drug industry from competition because of obviously mm -hmm. it's it's true that prune juice could right. treat constipation. Absolutely, <laughs> just like uh, just like all the things we have now that we say, hey, you know, my husband took uh, vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc because his immune system was in trouble. That's why he was sick, and all of a sudden he's doing much better. He didn't need all the experimentation medications that the FDA. <laughs> given approval to every time people see the fda approval they almost should almost be a little worried shouldn't they i mean i don't know why people go so hook line and sinker on whether something's fda approved other than the media selling it that way and the government this gets, this gets back to the indispensable role of the independent physician who can exercise independent mm -hmm. professional judgment and the doctor-patient relationship right. every time we deviate from that model it, it brings about big problems the public health example is a gross example of how we deviated from that model when we return back to it i hope we will then a lot of these things go away because your doctor based on experience based on reading based on mm -hmm. uh, interpretation can help guide you in reaching a decision even in those areas of very vexing uh, medical illness. And that's a far better way to go than to have some distant bureaucrat in Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. second-guessing mm -hmm. your, your doctor's judgment without even having seen you, without knowing your medical history, but just receiving a small bit of information that there is X patient with this disease. Mm -hmm. And that's... Uh, that's what we've done. We've we've made the health insurers proxies for the federal government. The federal government sets the standards, and if a doctor right. uh, prescribes in 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 any way different from the federal standard, they're immediately suspect. And none no doctor wants to be in that position because it may mean that you have to pay back Medicare hundreds of millions mm -hmm. or tens of thousands, if not millions of dollars or it may mean that you are ostracized in the profession or you may may cause you to lose your license. Yeah. So yeah. doctors toe the line by and mm -hmm. large and that's to the great disadvantage of their patients because they'll see a patient and they'll know that, that patient ought to receive more extensive or different care but they won't offer it because it'll make them an outlier and put them in the spotlight with the government bureaucrats with the with the agents for the government bureaucrats the health care providers i love that you're saying that and and really honestly the most obvious proof of that is covid has 98 symptoms any combination of symptoms only one symptom 10 symptoms 50 symptoms whatever the case may be every single doctor in america um after uh in february 
on from 2020 told you exactly what you had and were most assuredly assured of what you had, right? All of them in lockstep telling you you had COVID. What if you had something different, like my husband, pneumonia, you know, but they were telling you you had COVID and that's, it's just such a clear indication of how many doctors are in this system and, and, uh, and, and will go along with whatever they're told to do instead of just being the doctor uh, for every particular, uh, you know, um, citizen. So, so we only have about a minute left. Tell people again, what can they do to minimize this, uh, this newfound authority the public health has given themselves and also um, the FDA? What can we do? Well, they, should, they should be skeptical and they yeah. should inquire of their doctors extensively. Don't just think that because your doctor says you ought to take X and or Y that mm-hmm. you ought to do it. Instead, raise questions about it. Ask about all the adverse effects associated with the drug. Ask how frequently that occurs in the population. Ask them whether there's an alternative that carries none of the side effects. Ask them if there is a way through lifestyle modifications to avoid use of a drug. Really make sure that you're not doing something that is going to put you uh, at a, in a position of being far worse simply because of the convenience of the physician dispensing the drug that is routinely given for an mm-hmm. ailment when you really would not be best suited to receive that drug. Right. Oh, amen. Jonathan Emord, thank you. We can catch our articles at Town Hall. Where else can we go to find more on you? So, uh, PJ Media, uh, USA Today Magazine, mm-hmm. American Greatness, and awesome. my book is The Authoritarians. Love it. Go get the book. Jonathan yep. E. Mord, thank you so much. Really appreciate you coming on today. Thank you. We'll be right back on The Kate Daly Show. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and as you know, my passion is to help each and every one of you get the best sleep of your life. That's why I created my new Giza Dreams bed sheets. I started by using the world's best cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region between the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. I guarantee you they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. I do not like my sheets. I love my Giza Dream Sheets. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you can buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or you can get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com. Use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. Hey, everybody, Kate here. You know, I had Dr. Zelenko on the show a couple of times. He's the one that gave ivermectin to President Trump. Make sure that you go to his website, and it's right at the bottom of my homepage. So please find the Zelenko Z-Stack. He's got two products now. One is the the product we're always talking about with four major ingredients that you need right now to build your immune system. The other one is a detox that's brand new, and I would take advantage of getting that as well. We all need to detox. Dr. Zelenko's website is fantastic. They'll kick the products out quick. Take advantage of this right now while supply chains are still in motion and uh, get as much of that as you possibly can. He's a fantastic doctor that just calls it like it is. That's what I love about him. So go to that on the bottom of my homepage. Look for the wonderful sponsors and find Dr. Zelenko Z-Stack. Thanks, guys. We're open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. 
Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. Big thank you to Jonathan Emord uh, coming on. You can catch his articles at PJ Media or Town Hall, so many different places. Uh, Jonathan is a free speech attorney and uh, has won more cases against the FDA. So really appreciate him coming on. I also wanted to mention Inside Out Hyperbarics. What a great way to get healthy. Look, I, I know you're concerned about what's coming. And I think one of the areas we need to really be concerned about is going in to the doctor, quite honestly. Um, there are a handful of really good doctors in every city. And the rest are really, um, really into socialized medicine. And a way to avoid that would be uh, to have a hyperbaric machine in your home that can help get the oxygen into the cell, right? And, uh, and there again, improve the situation dramatically, um, help you to regain your health. Um, and it deals with so many different things that can happen to you. You know, my son was away in a different state and he was having some stomach issues and he didn't have any other symptoms besides that. He goes into the doctor and the doctor hears something for nausea instead of finding out why, instead of finding out what was causing him to just, you know, get sick and not have any other symptoms going on. But that's where we're at with medicine. Here's, here's a drug to stop the one symptom. We're never going to find out why. So hyperbaric is the why. Hyperbaric goes in and says, okay, let's start at the root. Let's go into the cell. Let's get the oxygen into the cell to solve the problem. And I love that about hyperbaric. Go to insideouthyperbarics.com to learn more. You can get it in your home now and you can pay later. And uh, these are phenomenal machines. And for a long time, you couldn't get one in your home. These are just amazing now and they're affordable. So have one on hand, because I think the last thing we want to do is enter a zone in which you don't, for some reason, for some reason in our hospitals, you don't really have any, I, I don't know what rights you even have left inside those hospital walls anymore. Does a sheriff have to break you out? It's kind of what, what was happening the last couple of years. I don't want to find myself in that situation. I know you don't either. Get a hyperbaric machine to help you, insideouthyperbarics.com. Also get over to Balance of Nature and start taking that product. It's guaranteed, 30 days. So if you don't like it, send it back. Try it. Try it for about a week and a half to two weeks, and you'll see a huge difference in your health. And then order extra and uh, have that available to you in your food storage, okay? Balance of Nature, code word Kate, and uh, you'll get 35% off and free shipping. They'll ship it out immediately, and you get a free health coach, okay? Wow, there's so much to say on this subject, too, because yep. we got the FDA, the CDC, public health. I'm glad that he wrote an article about about uh, public health. I did a whole show on it, did a two-hour show on public health and how we got it. It was all on the, um, the guise of selling you that public health was solving um, hookworm in the South. <laughs> And so the Rockefeller Institute sent, sent uh, you know, what would become the, the public health department down to eradicate this, even though it was eradicating itself. It's always done on a ruse. Have you guys noticed that? Yeah. yeah. Like, you need us. You really need us. Like Sally Field. You like me. You really, really like me. Okay. Same, same exact thing. You need us. You need us. Anyway, any thoughts to what he was talking about? No, I, I just hope, I hope that the Supreme Court opinion actually does help us rein in all of the bureaucracies, the FDA. Wouldn't included. that be nice? Why do I feel like it's not? <laughs> Past experience, history, I don't know. It just seems like it never goes after the guts of these organizations, right? They don't have the power to exist. Yep. But we're still told they have the power to exist. And public health emerged with so much power, they could shut anyone down. 
that I, I just applaud the businesses that stayed open in the last two and a half years and then said, you know what, you're not going to do that to me. I haven't seen any of those cases actually pan out to the jail time and everything else that people nope. were supposed to do. Have you? Not a one. And only a few of them even got prosecuted across the country. Yep. The ones that just stayed open and said, screw you, you know. And we did a story locally about the public health department coming out with another fear tactic for West Nile. And then we were doing our homework and every single summer in August, they had the exact same article about West Nile. For decades. For decades <laughs> saying, oh, here it is. Oh, we're gonna get it. Oh, it's gonna be the first case ever. Oh my gosh, it's coming. Be very, very afraid. That's how they work. That's how they work. It's a fraud. That's why I'm worried right now for the reason that they've had so much patience for so long to slowly bring these Mm -hmm. changes about. And all of a sudden they don't have any patience. Uh They're trying to do it all right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Surprised they haven't come out with a vaccination, um, which wouldn't be a vaccination. It'd just be a shot. Uh, Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yes, I think to a large extent we're looking at the uh, wrong solution. Reining in these bureaucracies, whether we can do it or not, but the history shows very little reining is mm-hmm. ever gone. That's what, I'm, that's what yeah. we were just saying, because they won't go after the guts. Yeah. They won't say that yeah, this yeah. is not supposed is to be there. The guts, they do not exist. Yeah, you know, There's I know. this uh, uh, myth out there that the bureaucracies run things. No, the bureaucracies can be eliminated in mm-hmm. one day completely if you get constitutionalists in office. That means you can't vote for a virtually no Democrats, almost all Republicans, and start voting for constitutions, and we could do it. Yeah. The FDA, tell me in the federal uh, constitution, where's the numerated power for it even to exist? I know. There is no. It, I, it, none. That's so why we were saying it's that. an outlaw organization, yeah. Yeah. and it's our fault that we voted for these politicians that aren't abolishing it immediately. Uh, the count of drugs can be and food can be regulated mm-hmm. in the private industry, just like a lot of industries do, or and uh, it's it's not the uh, role of government, and it is unlawful and it is legal. When we need to start acting like it is. Yeah, thank you for that. Yep, that's yeah. what we were saying. I mean, the, it's the, the same th- thing. You know, the only thing about the caller, you know, he's uh-huh. he's cr- absolutely correct in what he says, but we can't just ignore the fact that these. Millions of people work for the government and do the government's bidding. I mean, you can't just turn them off. Mm-hmm. We have to somehow well, manipulate the system back to our favor. I think the problem rests in not that specifically, because I think you could turn it off. And I think, you know, boo-hoo, they don't have a job. Well, go find another job. Um, but I think that I think the real problem is the fact that we as Americans have bought into their authority. Yeah. So the Americans would, we would cry out, oh no, save us CDC and FDA and all of this. And even though the FDA is a huge patsy for the, they're really a pharma go along. Whatever pharma wants, they approve, right? And so I think it's more about the, um, I think the American people have been so snowed on this, so poorly educated on this. Uh, grossly uh, educated on this, that they would actually cry out that it wouldn't happen, right? Yeah, but there's a great meme that explains what's actually happening. It's a little girl saying, Daddy, what were you doing when the government took all my freedoms away? And the father said, I'm sorry, honey. 
I wore a muzzle, hid behind the sofa, and called anybody who spoke out against it a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, is that not the truth? Yeah, it is the truth. Yeah. Um, there were some recent farmers in, in Canada talking about food shortage and saying that if they go any further with this whole, you know, the bill that got passed yesterday, the um, um, dissident reduction you know, the Farming Reduction Act is really what it's about, because most of the mo- money is going towards green and, and uh, climate change, warming, they even say, warming, okay? We're about to go into the coldest winter in a long time, but yep. they're calling it the warming. Okay, they can't make up their mind. That's how you know it's a lie. But, um, but talking about farming and talking about how they're going to be cut out of far- actual farming, they won't be able to actually farm because greenhouse em- emissions, what it's calling for is asking for so much, that they're going to be out of farming and the government's going to go in to help them, although they're not going to help them farm, right? They're going to help them so that people aren't angry watching farmers fold left and right and keep them stringing along. But we're going to be without a food supply. Yeah. We're, we're, we're so in trouble. Not only do we have these agencies that are promising us another health, whatever. Remember Chris Ann Hall two weeks ago said, um, you know what? Biden's signing a document, uh, an executive order in October or November that says, you know, it has all kinds of things for what would indicate future lockdowns. Mm-hmm. So we have all of these agencies doing a controlled demolition of our society right now. In so many ways, you have IRS doubling its size to go after small business. We have people that took out PPP loans where the government now has ownership in your business. Go read the fine print. You'll see I'm right. And you're signing your life away with those loans. And then the other thing is we're stopping the farming in so many areas based on these agencies that tell us global warming is coming. It's what are we going to do as a society? What are we going to do? Because, you know, we're so solutions-based here. I don't know. I, I we, We've mentioned all kinds of things on the show. What are people doing? Just be prepared that when the, when the thing hits the fan, the people that are going along with it the most now who support the tyranny and, and the government overreach will be the first ones that cry when they're hungry. Mm -hmm. They're going to be the first ones to come to you and ask for your food and your help. Yeah. Please get food storage, toiletries, get all the things you need, all the things you use on a daily basis. Um, Please go to preparewithkate.com and be ordering food storage every single week. Right now, this is the window that's open right now. And I know everybody wants to go on vacation. That's all people are thinking about right now. I get it. I get it. I've been swept up in that too. The problem is, is that we have a looming problem that is coming from all angles. How are we going to help our our fellow business owner? How can we construct communities and get them out of the hands of these very, very liberal mayors and, and county commissioners and city councils and that are implementing policies to support all this crazy? How can we do this? How can we get ourselves in smaller communities where... We have people producing food. You can go buy food from them. Where we have 
a situation that is more manageable amongst all the strife that's going to be happening in our world? What, what can we do right now? Because right now is like the last little, I think, time period to do it. I truly believe that. We have this great window and it's going to close. And then people are going to go, I should have just followed my prompting of going and getting some food storage or making sure that I, I know my neighbors or understanding what, what we could do. Because people are really trying to think outside the box and, and trying to come up with solutions. What are we doing? Are we coming up with solutions? You know? I don't know. I know it's getting rough because I know people are, I know people are feeling this all yep. the time. People come to me, they email me, they message me. Oh my gosh, I have these really strong feelings. I need to get it together right now. I better go get some food for my family. So many people are affected by this right now. That's got to tell you something, right? It's just got to. Um, and we have a lot of headlines to distract us. But if, if, if the headlines are, if one of them is true about us using more credit on credit cards than we have in a very long time last month, what does that tell you about the economy? Everybody, I think, thinks it's going to change. Do you think so? Do you think people kind of go, well, it'll, ch- it'll go back. It'll, it'll relax. Housing will come down. Gas will come down. We'll be, we'll be okay. We'll be able to manage. How many people do you think are saying that? Oh, probably 80%. 80%. I would, I, I agree with you about 80%. But, but if you know you have a small window, please take mm-hmm. advantage of this window right now. Well, it, I don't know if it's necessarily that they believe everything will go back to normal. Right. Whatever or, that is. Or if they're afraid to admit to themselves it won't. Mm-hmm. I think well, it's a combination. Of yeah, there's a lot of hope. I get hope. Sometimes hope can be a little misleading, and I, but, I, but I, I always have hope. I always have hope. I always believe in miracles. Always. I just feel like there's probably a reason you're listening to this. There's probably a reason we're talking about this. And stop believing your CDC and your FDA have your best interest, best interest in mind, nor your public health. Because they don't. They're run by agencies, by the government. If they had to start out with a lie, do you not think that they would keep telling lies to you for fear? Also, make sure you have sources of food. Make sure that you know your farmers. Make sure that you have um, sprouting. We should talk about that. One of, the, one of the listeners brought that to my attention. We have talked about it before. I've done shows on it, but it's been a little while. And growing your own food and, um, and, and really kind of getting into a little bit more food storage talk. We should go there this week. We really should. We should be talking about that too. There's a lot of things that we need to talk about and it's hard because we're so inundated with the crap of the headlines. I get it. But I want this show to be a show of hope too, that we can, there are some things we can control in our situations and we can do things a little better and figure them out um, because we got to get through all of this that's coming. And your farmers are warning you right now. That's a big warn. That's a huge warn. Go to preparewithkate.com. Order some food storage, please. When the farmers are warning, pay attention, right? Otherwise, they wouldn't be warning you. Um, Be faithful. Be fearless. We'll be back tomorrow. I've got some great research I want to present to you. We'll be back tomorrow. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. Hey, everybody. I'm so excited. I can't stand it. The new commemorative Kate Daly Show coin, limited edition, 
is here. It's ready. And you can purchase one. You can help Truth and Radio. 99 bucks. And of course, for value, you've got a real silver coin. And that sits on, in your pocket, which is real nice at $40, $45 value. And it's only supposed to skyrocket. So it's a good investment. It's an investment into silver. It's an investment into Truth and Radio. The coin itself says, be faithful, be fearless, just like we need to be. And modeled after the flowing hair coin. That was the first coin ever minted in the United States, ever. 1794 when we became a country let's celebrate history let's celebrate truth and radio and the show needs it we need your help we can't go on it's a very expensive show we cannot do this without you we can't grow without you and so this is a limited edition please get one before they're gone and let me just tell you this coin is gorgeous. You can go see it at katedallyradio.com. Really easy to order. You just click on the link. It takes you two seconds. But if you can order several of these or order one for yourself and maybe some for friends or family, it's a great way to celebrate what's so important in this country. Truth, education, all the things that we need as a populace. And I love the guests that I have on the show. I love the co-hosts like Chris Ann Hall coming on to educate us. And let me just tell you, this is worth it. This is a way that instead of just listening, you can act by having one of these in your home. It comes in a beautiful case. And on the back, it says, in God, we trust united. We stand also on the front. It says the Kate Daly show, be faithful and be fearless. I hope we always remain faithful and fearless because that's what it's going to take to get through all of this. And I hope that you purchase one of these coins, please, to keep this show on the air. And uh, a big thank you, big heartfelt thank you from me, all the co-hosts, because this show is not corporate owned. We run from you. We run off of you. And I thank you. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Please go purchase one of these. We've been waiting for this for a long time. And get one before it's gone. Thanks. KateDallyRadio.com. Look for the link on the top.